In February of 2021, my father was shot and killed by the police in an incident determined to be justifiable and reasonable. Major cities across the country have reduced police budgets in some form and activists are fighting to ensure that is only the start. On this episode of Love Girls the Podcast, we are sharing our stories and questions about what it takes to be a police officer with a member of the Davenport Police Department. Love Girls the Podcast is all about storytelling and empowerment. Our mission is to share a space for women and girls to talk about the stuff that matters to them most. Love speaks to the support we give each other as we search for our own path to success. L. We can lead the way. O. Overcome barriers. V. Value each other. E. And empower each other. That's love. Because every girl has a story. And our stories matter. Welcome to another episode of Love Girls the Podcast. I'm Brianna Haney, I'm 13, and I am a student at Rivermont Collegiate. Hey guys, this is Delasia Dixon. I'm 14 and an online student at Central High School. My name is Teresa Babers, and I am a volunteer and mentor with Love Girls Magazine, and I am pleased to welcome Sergeant Andrew Harris from the Davenport Police Department. Well, thank you, and it's truly an honor to be here on your podcast. Yeah, thank you for being here. Okay. So, let's see. I want to ask you, what made you want to be in law enforcement? That is a great question. So, just like you, Delasia, I went to Central High School, and I am a proud Blue Devil. So, when I graduated from high school, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So, I went to the Marine Corps Reserves. And uh, while serving the Marine Corps, I went to Northern Iowa and studied uh, criminology. And I didn't go to college to, to learn about, or initially I wanted to be a school teacher, but uh, I took a class uh, called in- Intro to Criminology and I really enjoyed it. And I decided that that was going to be my major. And why, why is that? I think it's just about having an opportunity to make an impact with your community and with the people that you serve. So that is, those are the two things that really drew me to the law enforcement career. And every day is different. Yeah. Um, I want to know like what your journey was with being a police and like what about how the, the training? Yeah, like the training and all that. That's a great question. So when I graduated from uh, Northern Iowa with my bachelor's degree in crim- criminology, I I uh, was hired by a small department in Western Iowa called Denison, Iowa. At the time, Davenport's uh, wasn't hiring a police officer, and I, police officers, and I needed a job. So I had a friend that lived out in Western Iowa, and he was a police officer out there, and he told me to come and apply. So I did. So uh, the journey's long, uh, and we're currently having that journey with uh, people right now to become Davenport police officers. So. Uh, First off, you need to be 21 years old to become a Davenport police officer. You have to have a good background, and school is important, and to make sure that uh, you go to college, and it doesn't matter what major you, you go into. We have people that have majors in education, or English, and obviously criminal justice. So then if you meet the minimum requirements, you have a physical fitness test, and then a written test, 
and then we do a background checks because we want the very best to be yeah. serving our community, right? Yes. And then we also have uh, a lie detector test that we call it the polygraph. Because exactly, it's kind of, and I'm Those sure we sound like stressful just it, hearing it. it, it, it Are those it, accurate? Because you know. You see those on these TV programs, right? And then people are like, "Oh, it's not accurate when it says they're lying." So, what is the level of accuracy on a lie detector test? Uh, I don't know the whole details of it, but uh, they, they are pretty accurate, and they are we are able to use them for pre-employment interviews. And the, the biggest thing is, we just want people. We need people. We need people yeah. to tell the truth, right? And so that that's why we have it. We understand that everyone makes mistakes. We're human, right? But part of making a mistake is learning from those mistakes and being accountable for those uh, mistakes that you make when you're growing up or even as an adult. So they, they use that right there to um, make sure that uh, people that we're hiring are truthful people because if they're not truthful, we can't hire them. Uh, after if they pass the polygraph and the background checks and the interviews, then they get hired or they put on a list, a civil service list. And if there's any openings with the Denport Police Department, they can get hired. Uh, once you get hired, then you go to Des Moines, actually Johnston, Camp Dodge, for about a 16-week uh, uh, police academy. Once you complete all of that, then you come back to Davenport and you go through about a four-month uh, field training program. So it's very intense, but uh, there's a lot of things to learn, right? For a lot of our police officers, that, that may have been the first time that they've ever uh, fired a gun. It may have been the first time that they've ever uh, had to wrestle or learn how to protect themselves. Don't you guys have to get maced? That's a great oh question. Yes. <laughs> yes. How did that feel? It felt awful. So it's been a while. I've been a police officer for about 23 years. So that was the first exposure. In the Marines, we had tear gas, which is a lot worse yeah, than, than, like than pepper spray. But uh, pepper spray is, is bad. And we, so our police officers, they, they do... Uh, they, they do get pepper sprayed. They also do uh, get taste. So they know the effects of it. And why do you think we do that, though? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe just to, like, well, one, maybe they could, like, see how to do it, maybe, and see how other people could affect to it. Right. Or, like, yeah, just, like, see how other people react to it, maybe. No, exactly. And then also just to know that... Anytime that pepper spray is used, including the police officer using it, they're going to get it on themselves. Yeah, yeah. So it may also uh, allow us to just think maybe one extra half a second and say, hey, should we be using this? Because it's going to also expose me to that pepper spray too. So. Yeah, um, I have like another sort of question with the training part. Like, was there any part of it that you wanted to kind of like back out of it because you thought it was going to be like too hard or too stressful? That's, you guys are, have some really good questions. Uh, so the police academy to me, it, I was, there was not any part of it that uh, I didn't want to uh, fulfill and to graduate from it. Uh, it, it is structured, uh, but it, they don't yell at you like when you see Marine Corps boot camp uh, movies and things like that. Right, exactly. We, we weren't screamed at. We, we had to be respectful and professional to our instructors when we called them yes sir and uh, yes ma'am and things like that. They wanna make sure that we were respectful to our visitors or presenters that came in. But uh, uh, from the moment that I walked into the Law Enforcement Academy, I, I knew that I was at the right place and I wanted to do everything I can to make sure that I graduated with my class.
to another question. So what is the hardest thing about your job? One of the hardest things is when we're dealing with people on their when they're having a bad day. Especially me being a sergeant now, sometimes we have to give notifications when family members pass away. And see, that, that's tough because you know that those words that you're going to be sharing with those families will be words that they'll forever remember. So that, that, that's really – and th those are things that you don't learn in college. And we're in the people business, and we deal with humans, and it, it's really hard to be with families when they've lost people people that they love so that that's really the hardest part of the job is to see other people in pain yeah um i personally have had to go through that having a police officer have to tell my mom that my dad had passed away from being in a police contact and all of that right. but yeah i understand where you're coming from because like it's it must be really hard having to tell someone right. because then you have to see them like not know how to react to it and when i found out i didn't know how to react to it so it's like you kind of feel, I would feel like I wouldn't want to tell them because I don't like seeing other people in pain and I would just feel awful if I had to tell someone that their dad had passed away or their mom or their uncle or their sister. So that must be like awful. It is, it really is. So I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm so sorry and thank you for letting me know that. I did not know that, but it is so tough to be with those families. So a lot of times we do, uh, go with what we have chaplains at the police departments and um, we're there as long as the family needs us to be there. Another thing that we always try to do and we do a good job is just follow up with the families. We, we have a great uh, great partnership with family resources with social workers oh, that my mom works there <laughs> awesome <laughs> i'm finding so much cool things about you but so your your mom's organization and i'm sure what your mom does is so impactful to our community and it helps people in needs and yeah. to to help them to get the resources that they need during during traumatic events in their life and the counseling and things like that so that's the name right. family resources exactly <laughs> exactly Yes. Police departments um, and uh, a lot of people having mixed emotions, some people having angry emotions and um, hopefully getting to a place where there can be like just an open dialogue. I know, you know, I have two kinds of experiences with police officers. And one is, you know, police officers live in my neighborhood, my community's not that large. Let's see, my car got stolen and taken for a joyride, so I called the police. Um, also, um, I've always worked in social services my entire adult life. Unfortunately, one of the things I had to do was remove children from their home, and so we might call a police officer to accompany us to make sure that we're safe and that things don't escalate. And so I have all of those, um, what I consider to be really positive experiences with the police. Um, 
However, I, I have had an instance, which I really didn't think about until recently, um, probably the last couple of years. And what that was is um, we were traveling out of town some years ago, not in the state, um, in Missouri. And um, my children were younger, like maybe three, five maybe. Um, and apparently the police were looking for someone, not for us. And they were looking for a white van and we were in a white van. And so this person had a weapon, but we were just leaving the park, you know, from visiting our family. And so the next thing we know, we're surrounded, you know, on the interstate. Oh, that would be so uh, scary. That would be scary. And uh, the police were there, and um, they were looking for a 17-year-old male. And this is not a funny instance, but, you know, my husband's always said, I look a lot younger than I um, but he was nowhere near 17, you know. Um, but we were very much probably in our 30s at that time. And so anyway, you know, it was so aggressive and scary because we didn't know that they were looking for someone with a weapon. And so the next thing I know, uh, my husband is out. He's in the ditch. Guns are drawn, they're pointed like right at his head. And I think the thing that got me was my younger daughter, she said, please don't shoot my dad. Please don't shoot my dad. And you know, at the time I was thinking, oh, they're not gonna, they're not gonna shoot your dad. Like this obviously some type of mistake. You know, I was a little nervous, but not for a minute did I think anything bad was gonna happen. So if we fast forward into the current times when you have these cases in the media, then you go back and you think about it like, were we lucky, you know, that somebody didn't get hurt? Or, you know, was I naive to think that we weren't in a dangerous situation because my experience actually with police officers, just personally, not what I saw in the media, um, was pretty positive. And so I think that that's where you come up with people with this just wide range of emotions of what happens. But I'll end on, I've had far more positive experience personally for me I can't speak for other people um, with police officers that I have negative ones but I think that's where like having this conversation and you girls really asking the questions or things you thought about so that we can have those open conversations and um, you know we can't fix the world but we can have a conversation in our community and so you should feel open about yeah. sharing those things. So thank you, for, uh, Brianna, for, for sharing your right. story. And then about the hate right. that a lot of officers get, I wanted to ask how you feel about that. It's, it's tough, right? I mean, because we, we want to serve and we, we want to be respected uh, in our community and we want to be professional and we want to be seen, especially when I'm with young, young ladies like yourself, uh, there's a reason we put ourselves in certain situations like that. Earlier today, I was at Mid-City High School today working with children and, and girls and boys your age because we need to take every opportunity to make positive, meaningful relationships on the good days like today when we're sitting around having a podcast and telling stories. But then, but we are going to have bad days like the day that you were telling me about and the day that 
Rihanna was telling us about, I mean, those are worse, those are awful days, maybe worst day of your life days. So we want to have those relationships now so so we can work together when we do have those bad days. Um, hate, hate's a tough word, and, and same with love, right? And, yeah. But we have to acknowledge that there are people in our community that, that hate the police for whatever reasons, and, and that trying to take away their experiences because they, they are real experiences to them and they may have every reason to hate the police. So as a police officer here in Davenport, every day we have, we have to do better and we have to put ourselves in those situations where we can build great relationships. Uh, for example, this past summer, I work with a, a police officer, Kevin Carver, uh, Officer Kevin Carver, and we went to party in the park over at just a few blocks away from here at Lafayette Park. And he took the opportunity to play uh, basketball with a young man. And I, I saw the news article after the facts, but uh, the kid's last name uh, was Brown. M Mr. Brown was quoted saying, coming before the basketball game, I, I had biases against the police departments and, um, and I didn't understand them and I didn't have the best relationship with them. But that half hour of basketball, his, his words was, I, I see them differently and it's nothing but love. So. If we can take those opportunities and we need to be intentional and consistent about it, we're, we're going to make our community better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, for your opinion on this, do you think that the law enforcement is letting the wrong people do the job? Like, if they let someone who isn't as fit, like, they may have passed all the training, but the person who passed the training, they aren't doing well in the job that they have. Do you think that happens? Does it happen nationwide? Nationwide, like, yes, uh, right. But yeah. um, I can just speak for Davenport and the other department that I worked at. But spe specifically here in Davenport, where I've been serving for 17 years, uh, we have a very, very in-depth background check because we want to make sure we have the very best women and men serving our community. And if if we find out that they they don't reach our high level. Uh, requirements and expectations uh, we're not going to have them as your police officers we don't want anyone that would not do their very best and they shouldn't be Davenport police officers yeah. I don't want them on my team I, 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 I truly don't because we've all seen in the media how one person's actions can affect a whole country right yeah and it did yeah. um, you know George Floyd, it was hard to watch and certainly sad it to happen. Physically hurt. Yeah, but at the same it hurt, time. It hurt us too. It, at the it same hurt us time, too. I felt like, you know, I wouldn't wish anything bad to happen on anybody, but because that happened, we have conversations like we have now. And um, talking about the George Floyd thing, when I went to Minnesota over the summer, I'd went to the place where he had died and I got really emotional because that was where someone was killed and murdered and just seeing it in real life and not in pictures and like, yeah, you've heard it in the news and you've seen it in videos, but when you're actually there, it feels a lot different and the art was still there, the posters were still there, there were people still on the side of the sidewalks and it was like, it was really overwhelming and I was with my friend's family and my family and we were all just kind of like silent through the whole thing because we were all just trying to process it and me I was just kind of like looking everywhere because it was it didn't feel real and it didn't 
look like it looked like it was from a movie like I didn't think any of it was real and when I would start thinking about like what happened and where it happened it didn't it didn't feel right about any of it like a message for people who are angry at the police or do you want to like try to say anything to kind of just make people a little happy I obviously don't want people to be angry at the police <laughs> and uh, especially young people right because you you are our future and there's no greater asset of a community and no greater responsibility for our community is to take care of our young people and um, so I if there's a, that person that has that's angry at the police or hates the police, uh, it, it, it's tough. I mean, everything that we've talked about is tough, and I, I'm just giving some ideas and options. We, we we have police officers at your schools here in Devonport, and in Bettendorf, and at Pleasant Valley, and in Moline. Try to go up and just say hi to them, and, and try to. And that's one person right there, but especially your police officers in the schools, they, they are there because they want to be there. They, they do want to build positive, meaningful relationships with our children. They don't have to be there. They, they, they put in there to be working with children because they know that they can make an impact in those schools. So, um, and as I said, us as a police department, we don't have 50 young boys and girls over there knocking on the door to to have relationships with the police department. So that's why we're going to the party in the parks. That's why we spend time at the YMCA's and the high schools or the football games tonight up in the North Central football games to have those opportunities to hopefully break down barriers and know that we're humans too. We do make mistakes. And as a police officer, my mistakes are have higher consequences and they should be, that they should be because I have, I'm entrusted to, to serve our community, and if I mess up, it's different than if I chose a different career. So I need to hold my myself to a higher standard to earn that trust. So what do you think, ladies? Either one of you want to be police officers? Um, I'll have to really, really think about it, because I think I'm just too, like, I feel like I would get really scared, especially going through all the training. But like he said that they don't scream at you and all I've seen in the movies is they're like screaming at them <laughs> and like army crawling through mud and just, it's just like stressful. With that being said, there are certain scenarios where they do scream at you and things like that because they want to simulate that stress that you have because even in your young lives, you may have seen something on TV or maybe at your schools or in the neighborhoods or in the parks where things there's violence or, or the people are yelling and screaming or even in the mall where and we have to be able to uh, calmly de-escalate the situation and that's one of the cool things here in Davenport is the amount of training that we have with mental health training to how to um, identify person that may not be they may be acting aggressive or angry but they may be just having a, a mental health episode and to make sure that they can get the services that they need and things like that and uh, just the training that we have to work with all different types of people, but people, we need young people to be, become police officers. It's a struggle right now. It is, in my career, this is the hardest ever to recruit uh, police officers. I can imagine. And For me, um, with the law enforcement, I like the 
um, interrogators, like the psychology of it, um, trying to catch the criminals and stuff yeah, like that. That seems really fun. Yeah, and I, I imagine it must be satisfying when that happens, you know, um, when people are doing harm in your community, are, right. are taken off the streets. You know, we all watched um, uh, the Free Asia mm-hmm. uh, story play out, but, um, you know, there's probably no level of justice high enough for the family, but to see some justice happen there and um, people coming together to do their job and you know, make sure we know who is responsible for this crime so we can all feel a little bit safer. Um, that's got to be satisfying. And yeah. at times like that, yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah, just, just to take care of our families yeah. and, and our victims in our community and, and really focus on them and their, the healing, too, the families like that. And that's why we're lucky we have also places like Family Resources to help us out and help out the families mm-hmm. with that. I work in a community policing unit, so uh, I work a lot with the neighborhoods myself and Officer Carver and Officer Rusk, and uh, it's satisfying when we have neighborhoods that are uh, uncomfortable, feeling unsafe, and to be able to work together with the neighbors to allow them to feel safer with whatever uh, solutions that we come up with. Davenport Police Department is pretty open to talking with youth and yeah. being present at youth events and so um, if someone wanted to reach out to you to be present at an activity or talk to a, a group of young people how would they reach you? Uh, just call the Davenport Police Department. My, my phone number is 888-3637 888-3637 Once again my name is Andrew Harris or you can call the front desk and they, they can transfer but transfer you up to my phone. But yes, we were just at the Reese Morgan uh, Memorial Basketball event last weekend. Uh, the weekend before, we're uh, partnering with Family Resources with a uh, Remembrance Day for homicide victims. We keep very busy being involved with our community. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. I, I love your podcast. The City of Deadport has a podcast coming up, and you will definitely be... Will you be a guest on the City of Denport podcast sometime? Of course I will. <laughs> Great. I can't wait. Sometime in the next few weeks. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. You guys rocked it. You did too. If you'd like to learn some more information about Love Girls Magazine, or maybe you even want to get involved, you can visit lovegirlsmagazine.com. And of course, we want to extend a huge thank you to WDIK for their partnership in making this podcast possible. And you, we want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning into another episode of Love Girls the Podcast, where every girl has a story and our stories matter.